The Pittsburgh Steelers have signed edge rusher Marcus Golden. It's official now, as reported by ESPN's Adam Schefter. Breaking news here, but we're also going to do a bonus episode, shorter version of the Lockdown Steelers podcast, talking about that signing and what it means. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things of the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find the show Monday through Friday, and sometimes you get bonus episodes like this one where we talk about the Steelers' newest acquisition. Now, we had talked about this because it was reported that Marcus Golden was making a visit to the Steelers this week. Well, he visited Tuesday, and uh, he signed Wednesday. And it's been reported by uh, Alan Adam Schefter that it's now, it's, now, it's now a done deal, Marcus Golden coming to the Steelers. And what does this mean? Well, Marcus Golden, of course, 6'3", 260, a, a 32-year-old edge rusher, most recently with the Cardinals, adding depth to the edge rushing position, which was something we knew the Steelers wanted to do. They love TJ Watt. They love Alex Highsmith. They like Nick Herbig. They drafted him in the fourth round. They brought back Quincy Roche. DeMarvin Leal's been kind of flexing there a little bit. But there's been no guarantees, no surefire thing as far as you know who would be that third option. Marcus Golden is now that option. And he's a guy that, yes, he only had two and a half sacks last year in 2022, but he had 11 sacks for the Cardinals in 2021. He had, he had, uh, he, he was able to put together a decent year uh, in 2020 uh, with, I believe he had, um, he had nine sacks that year, 10 sacks in 2019. He's a guy who's been able to get after the quarterback. Also, if you look at on pro football focus, you can see his run stuffing numbers and he had 21 tackles designated as a stop, which is, you know, plays that result in a fail, fail of the offense on the play. If you put that up against all of the Steelers defenders, uh, from last year and, and their stop and their total stops recorded by pro football focus, he would have finished eighth behind Larry Ogunjobi, who had 23. So you're looking at a guy who comparatively to the Steelers backup edge rusher last year, Malik Reed, who they brought into the team, he only had 11 such type of type of plays. And you look back at Malik Reed, he only had like a sack on the season. You look at, at that, you see a big jump up there, in my opinion, in Marcus Golden here. And what this does now, it gives more flexibility to the defense to give TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith more breathers. And when the inevitable happens where one of them gets hurt, whether it's for a game or two or whatever, they have a guy who has NFL starting experience, who's used to the NFL, who's used to the pressure of the NFL and used to finding ways to win in the NFL, who can come in and give you some reasonable snaps there. But some other thoughts here too on what I think this does for the Steelers. It makes you wonder back, one of the rumors that was circulating around the Steelers not being able to re-sign Bud Dupree was that Bud Dupree wanted a one-year deal and not a two-year deal and that the Steelers reportedly had wanted a two-year deal for him. But apparently that's not the case for our Marcus Golden, who's 32 years old, which makes you wonder, maybe it wasn't that. Maybe there was something in the money there. Who knows? Uh, we don't have the finances on Marcus Gold's deal right now with the Pittsburgh Steelers, but we do know that now that this deal is finalized, that's what they were looking for. And that's the, now here comes another question. 
what do the Steelers want next? Because we talked about how they brought in Quan Alexander. I talked to Elandon Roberts. We'll have a full episode coming out Thursday. We got our man Tony Serino back, so we'll be breaking down things we saw in OTAs and more thoughts on this signing acquisition and what it does for the roster. But I think it shows that Omar Khan and the Steelers, they aren't done yet. Even though that they have their OTAs going on and they need to, they need to finalize things, they're willing to make signings to complete this roster and fill in what they visualize as their weak spots. And I think everyone could agree that edge depth was a weak spot for this roster. And now with this, maybe it's not as much anymore. And that's going to be a big question uh, moving forward. How fast does Marcus Golden get in with the Steelers and start doing OTAs? Uh, you know, how quickly will he be able to get up to speed? And then, you know, by the, t- by the start of the, by the start of the season, if everyone's healthy, how many snaps will he get? Well, I can, I can see that coming in and coming and it'd be a really healthy look here. And I think that one thing that the Steelers were also trying to balance, don't forget, there's the aspect of what happened with Melvin Ingram just a couple years ago. They signed Melvin Ingram to a deal. They thought he'd come in. He he seemed happy. He expressed all the he expressed he was fine as being a backup for Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt until he realized he actually was just going to be a backup, and then he wanted traded out of the, to be traded out of the Steelers, and that kind of left them with a sour taste in their mouth. They, you know, they realized like, man, that's not what we wanted to happen there. We wanted to have our edge depth moving forward. I think Marcus Golden is going to be a guy that knows his role on the roster. There's no questions there. And you look back two years ago, Alex Highsmith was a second year player. A lot of people were, were doubting if he could take that second year leap. We here on the show weren't because we were talking about Alex Highsmith, like he would be a guy who would be producing double digit sacks in the NFL, just like he did last year. But maybe other people didn't, including Melvin Ingram. Well, now there's no question about that. Alex Highsmith is coming off his best season. Uh, statistically, uh, when you look at his sack numbers from last year, TJ Watt is TJ Watt, the best edge rusher in football. So there's no question that that's a the dynamic duo punch at the edge rushing position. And I don't think that any veteran is going to come in and break it up. Now, could the Steelers maybe have gotten a Justin Houston or someone else that maybe has a higher pedigree? Maybe. Who knows? But Marcus Golden comes in as a 32-year-old, knows what he's going to be doing. I don't think that there's going to be too many questions as far as what he's actually going to be have to have to do. I think he's going to know how to help against the run, know how to help against the pass. And he's a, another solid veteran to add to the mix. Uh, So I think this is a solid move pending on the numbers here. But if it's a one-year deal, I doubt that it's something very expensive for for the Steelers right now, especially when you look at other uh, edge rushers who were were on the market. I believe Leonard Floyd is still available right now. When you look at uh, players who are out there, guys like Jadavian Clowney are still out there, Yannick Ngakwe. So, uh, you know, if, if, if you're Marcus Golden, like, sure, you were probably going to be signed to a decent number here, or, you're, you know, you're going to get signed, period. But, you know, kind of the, the market for edge wrestlers right now, there's some guys who have put up some impressive numbers and have some really high resumes that aren't getting paid right now. Leonard Floyd, you know, uh, Leonard Floyd, Frank Clark's still out there as well. Guys that are even younger than Marcus Golden. So, all in all, I think it's a smart move by the Pittsburgh Steelers. They put themselves in a position to have depth behind TJ, behind Alex, and now they're going to have a position where Nick Herbing and Quisney Roche to be the fourth guy. That's not so hard of uh, a battle that you think about as much now because you know now they're going to be getting even less snaps. There's going to be less relying on them. You can also still flex to Marvin Leal out to that position like they did a little bit last year. We talked about that leading into last year as well on this show. Um, and I think it gives you a, a lot more room to be flexible and to work with that. But Marcus Golden, in my opinion, a good signing here for the Steelers as long as the numbers aren't that high. And I don't expect them to be. We'll report them on this show when we get them um, out there. Now, uh, the next question, though, what's next? Do they get an off-ball linebacker like Quan Alexander? They bring him in. Do they look elsewhere to fill that spot? Because I still think that that's the biggest, the other biggest need that's left uh, for this roster right now as far as figuring out depth. 
Uh, we talked to Landon Roberts. Cole Holcomb's been in camp, and that's been, they've they've looked solid. And Mark Robinson's been been there, but you want another guy there, probably with veteran experience, so that Mark Robinson doesn't have to be the first off ball linebacker who comes off the bench. But all that more can get discussed in due time. I think it's uh, the Steelers are in a have, are continue to fill out their roster, put themselves in position to have a strong a strong balanced roster where it comes to having depth across the board, not feeling weakness in different spots, and not need, not easily exploited the way they have been able to be easily exploited when they're missing just a couple players here and there. We'll have more on the on the Pittsburgh Steelers day two of OTAs that happened on Wednesday with the full Thursday episode of Locked On Steelers. Thanks again for tuning into this breaking news update. I'm your host Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Read my work at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and check me out here Monday through Friday on the Pittsburgh, on the Locked on Steelers podcast, covering your Pittsburgh Steelers every day. Uh, and we appreciate everyone who checks us out. I'll be back again Thursday talking with Tony Serino. He's back on the show with a full episode with our thoughts on not just the Marcus Golden signing, but also some really interesting things we heard from some of the players when we talked to them in the locker room. It's going to be a fun one. We'll see you then right here on the Locked on Steelers podcast.